you found Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. And I'm Heather Branch here with Mike talking about ways you can work to better prepare now for your financial future and your retirement years. Lots of us have big goals, big dreams for those years. And Mike and his team are here to help you achieve those goals and dreams. Lifeplanwealth.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with Mike and his team. Again, that is lifeplanwealth.com. So you and I talk about our favorite comedy comedians, comedy sketches, et cetera. Yes. You have self-admittedly, you don't watch a ton of TV. You And no. I guess Kimberly will kind of do some throwbacks to some reruns and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate, the genius of Seinfeld, I will say, is this. Because I didn't get into it. I still haven't, because it came out when I was still pretty little. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I are close to the same age. You're a few years behind me. But the genius of Seinfeld was how it was about nothing, but yet it was about all of the minutiae, the minute details of life. Yes. That happen daily and continue to happen daily as it would prove because you watch the reruns now and it's still funny. Like I, that's the thing. Oh. I watch reruns now as a 40 something because I get it now when I didn't, when I was, you know, 10. Yeah. The cultural references have changed, but the principles stay the same. It's, 1000%. We just watched through it not too long ago yeah. and everything about it. You're like, man, it's really this acorn that they just crack open yep. and, and show you the whole tree. And the way it plays out, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Just, you know, the show about nothing, the fact that they broadcast the fact that they pitched two producers a show about nothing. Uh I mean, it's the show within the show, and it's so funny. Mm -hmm. And it's still relevant to this day, as proven by the fact there is this one particular scene you were saying to me before we came on the podcast today that you were saying this is your favorite Seinfeld scene. Yes. It's from, again, throwing back to the notion of this is timeless, the Seinfeld material. A scene from 1991 still Mm -hmm. gets a lot of views online today, taking place at a car rental counter. Here's how it shook out. Oh, I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservation. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. (laughs) If you did, I'd have a car. See, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. I remember when I was pretty little. I was probably about 12 years old. My parents took my sister and I on a trip, and we were staying at it was before the days of Airbnb and it was like some big old house. We got there in the middle of the night on a road trip and we got, it was literally dark and raining outside and we pulled up and they were like, we don't have your reservation. Like they, or they had the reserve, they did had the room or something, but the re- it was the exact same situation that just happened here in this, in the Seinfeld clip. Yeah. And we, and we literally just cut that clip right before he does his whole, anybody can take the reservation is <laughs> grabbing all over in the air. And this lady is like, uh, one of the best lines of this at the very end, uh-huh. um, they said, they finally say, Hey, we can get you into this economy car, like a small car. Uh-huh. And he goes, Okay. And she goes, Do you want the insurance? He goes, Yeah, you better. Cause I'm going to beat the heck out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the thing like, going back to my parents' road trip that night, we got another hotel room fine. The situation with Jerry, even anybody that's experienced something like this at a rental car place, which a lot of Americans have, mm-hmm. you figure it out and you move on. That is kind of an irritant in a one-off moment situation. The whole idea, though, is that Jerry assumed this car would be waiting for him. And in this moment, okay, you get another car, you move on with your life. But assumptions 
are real and a lot of Americans have them. And especially we've talked about in podcasts before a lot. We just don't know what we need to know. We don't know the questions to ask. And a lot of us think to ourselves, we've been saving to our 401k for, you know, 40 years or we've been doing this or doing that investing. I assume I will be just fine in my retirement. However, there is danger in assumptions. Is there not, sir? Yeah, I think that in life, we make assumptions about things we don't want to know detailed answers to. If you think about there's times in life when we resist finding out more, and it's almost always because it's either a source of pain or confusion or I think like to myself, Cameron, I have this running joke that, you know, I don't like to go to see a doctor unless I have to. Right. And so it's like, why? Because I I, I assume it's going to get better. You know, it's like, oh, hey, you know, you could have anything like you could see someone be like, oh, what's that thing on your arm? Uh, I'm sure it's going to go away. Right. And then you just (laughs) hope that the next time you see them, they still have the full arm, you know. Um, And I make jokes. I'll make jokes to Cameron. I'll be like, well, if my leg falls off, I'll know that it was a big deal. And. (laughs) And she doesn't like those jokes. <laughs> but, that's not. That's uh, not okay. Father <laughs> why, of four. <laughs> right. Well, it's just because in my life, it's like your schedule is busy. You have all these things. And I'm going to go to the doctor and they're probably going to say it's no big deal. So I'm just going to assume it's fine. Mm. And mm-hmm. But really, what should I do is go get checked out. Mm-hmm. And whether it's dealing with um, lawyers, accountants, doctors, financial people, all these professional services, yeah. there are things that people avoid. And so we just assume it's going to be okay. Yeah. An assumption gives us temporary comfort, but no long-term answers. And when you build out a successful plan for life, you need to have long-term vision with short-term goals and not short-term assumptions. Okay. So if you go through and say, I want my life to look a certain way, whether it's health, wealth, family, experiences, travel, whatever you want it to be, you need to set out a long-term goal. And then from there, you make short-term decisions based on it. You don't say, hey, I want to be a marathon runner. So I'm just going to assume that I can run. I'm just going to sign up for a marathon and run it. Like that's not how it goes. What could go wrong? You know, (laughs) we wouldn't do that. I'm going to assume it's going to be hard. Well, yeah, that's you can assume it's going to be hard, but I'm going to assume I can get through it. Maybe not. You know. Yeah. And so you want to make plans that are coordinated with your goals, and assumptions are the opposite of that. There's no assumptions in data. You know, when when we build out plans and we map these things out. You have to say, well, what if you get a 4% rate or a 6% or an 8% or whatever number? What if the market crashes? What if taxes go up? There's a lot of what ifs, and we have to build certain things with that. But when you build out a detailed plan for your life, you're able to go through and say, I've covered a lot of the what ifs. I can de-risk the what ifs. I can build a plan for plan A, B, C, D, and E just to make sure that if any of them go wrong, I've got a plan for them. So assumptions... uh, we just don't want to live in that space. We want to have conversations. We want to have opportunities to get together and talk over these things so we're not left in the dark and we're not left guessing about our future. I'll guess on some stuff, you know, but it's really funny. <laughs> if your gas gets to the point in your tank where the light comes on, uh-huh. like for my car, at 50 miles, the light comes on, but it still tells me I have 47 miles left in the tank. And then I think about where I'm driving yep. and I think I could probably get there. You know, and then there's other times when I say, well, it went on last night. I think I drove about 10 miles then. And so we get to a point where I'm not willing to assume I can make it anymore. Right. I go to the gas station because there's no way I want to be stranded on the side of a highway. Whereas if it's my wife's car, I'm going to say, hey, we're a quarter of a tank. We need to get that thing filled up. I don't want you left on the side of a highway. 
So I'll take more risk with my own than I will with someone else's. Mm -hmm. But we get to a certain point where we say, I just can't assume anymore. We have to get this taken care of. Mm -hmm. But yet we take a tank of gas that seriously, but yet financially we'll let a lot of stuff just go and say, hey, I think it's going to work itself out as long as this, as long as that. Mm -hmm. We don't want to put those generic parameters on our retirement. We need those conversations where we sit down with someone and generally those professionals, you know, like I talked about, the accountant, the attorney, the doctor, the financial services, you need to sit down and have these proactive conversations to stay ahead of the curve. And that's, you know, on our website, Life Plan Wealth, we have a button on there that says start your retirement roadmap today. Mm -hmm. That's really a start the conversation button. Right. Let's start chatting about stuff because we want to get ahead of anything that may be coming down the road. We know for a fact that on Social Security's website, they're talking about cutting benefits in just 11 years. Mm -hmm. We know for a fact that taxes are going up in 2026. We know for a fact that certain changes are coming. And we're not just going to assume it's going to be okay. We're building plans to counter those and to take advantage of some other things. So having those conversations, again, lifeplanwealth.com, click the Start Your Retirement Roadmap button, and we'll start having these conversations to make sure you're taking your assumptions and turning them into actual plans active steps that take your long-term vision and turn them into a reality. Thinking about assumptions, are there any big red flags that you've noticed, common assumptions that we can talk about quickly here on this podcast today? Just, hey, if you assume this, this, or this, we should have a conversation. Just some general broad misconceptions, if you will, that we can address. I would say that counting on the government, and this is coming from a a neutral political perspective. Sure. Let me maybe I should lead with that. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not Just an endorsement mm-hmm. or an indictment, right? Mm-hmm. No matter where you stand, I don't trust either side to my future. Right. So I think that that's smart. I think what you should do is you should say, I'm taking control of everything possible in life. I think we assume that, well, I'm sure my banker's doing right. I'm sure my financial advisor's doing right. I'm sure this prince I get it. But if you can't prove out that they're doing right by you, take control back. If you talk about the government, you know, well, what about Social Security? I don't know, but I know that they're telling us on their own website that there's funding issues and they're going to start cutting benefits by up to 23% in 2034. Mm -hmm. That is actual factual stuff that they are telling us. Mm -hmm. So you can't count on them for your full Social Security. And that does not include $120 trillion of unfunded liabilities of Medicare, Medicaid, and other things. So we have a lot of issues ahead of us. So trusting the government, trusting There's a great quote of trust, but verify. If you have professional services in your life, trust, but verify. If my doctor walks in and says, hey, Mike, I know you had a headache. I'm going to take your left arm off. (laughs) I'm going to get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, wait a minute. I'm not sure. He goes, oh, they're probably correlated, you know? Right. And I'd say, hold on a second. So we would go get a second opinion, but yet we don't get second opinions on other things. So if you have that feeling of, gosh, I just, I'm not being asked these questions. We're not having these conversations. Get a second opinion on your finances. Get a second opinion on your estate plan. Mm -hmm. Make sure that that is up to date. Get a second opinion on all these things and know that these things change over time. I think that's one of the greatest assumptions of all time is that I used to invest this way. I'm going to continue to invest that way. That's different. When you're 30, 50, 70, 80, it's different. The return of your money is more important than the return on your money when you're 70. When you're in retirement and you're taking money out of your accounts, you can no longer afford to lose money because the market's down. It's not an opportunity anymore. Now it's a chance to really wreck your portfolio. So mm. know the new rules of retirement. Know the real rules of what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. And don't assume that investing the way you used to still works. And looking to get that second opinion on your financial savings, your retirement investments, it's where Mike and his team are here to help you do just that. Going through everything you've worked so hard to earn and save, letting you know where you are right now. 
letting you know where you might need to adjust moving forward is what they can help you figure out. Lifeplanwealth.com, again, is our website. You can also find links in the show notes. And again, begin this conversation with Mike and his team, getting that second opinion on your savings and investments. Lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NP. PN number 9650939.